Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. Pretty fucking tired, man. You know, but we push through. We work hard for you. You know, I, I do it for the people. I do it for the little boys and girls out there that hang on every single word I say. But fuck, man. Got like five hours sleep last night. Living like a fucking lunatic. Just, just couldn't sleep, eh? You know, one of those nights. Blame it on the full moon. What can you do? But yeah, man. I have some work drama going on at the moment. Not my drama in particular. I'm good, you know. You know how you know how your boy rolls. He gets in, he gets his shit done, he gets out, he fucks off. And he doesn't, you know, ruffle too many feathers. But uh yeah, basically some fucking work drama on and I work in like a a ninety five percent male dominated office, which, you know, up until this point has been pretty chill. Yeah, I quite enjoy it. Decent chat low dramas because other previous jobs where I've worked in a team it's been mostly females and that's that just wears on you that just grinds you down gets into your gears and fucks it up there is absolutely nothing I hate more on this planet than working with a group of bitchy females and so you know, a little bit of work drama's popped up this week. And now half the fucking office is acting like little bitchy females. And I'm fucking sick of it. Alright, first of all, basically, the drama stems from the fact that, you know, in the department I work at, they just announced they promoted a guy to be a new supervisor, a new team supervisor, because basically the current one's fucking off in about three months to go overseas, so, you know, they thought, good time now, get another guy in there, give him three months to get used to it, and they'll probably get another second one in there where the other guy fucks off and have two instead of just the one, because the teams are growing too. But, uh, so a bit of drama basically, you know, two guys got interviewed for that, not your boy. You know, we don't want it anyway. More money, more problems is what we say. But, uh, yeah, basically, fucking two guys went for it. One guy who was way more qualified, quite a bit older, like 30. And, but had only, you know, he's only worked at this office about the same time as me, about eight months. And then the other guy, young guy, only 20, might be 21. Real smart guy, good, overall pretty good guy. But yeah, just real young, a little bit immature, but been there damn near two years. So they give it to the older guy that's been there less time. And, you know, so that's the decision I would have made. Definitely the best choice. Definitely the best choice out of the two. Obviously the best choice would have been me. Let's be fucking real here, but we don't give a fuck. We're not taking anything, you know, personally, whatever the fuck, I could care less, you know. But this cunt, they didn't get the job. Well, I'll give it to him. Some of the, you know, the office I'll give it, you know, it's not perfect. No job's perfect. There's always going to be little gripes and little fucking things that irritate you from time to time. But I'll be real, like, and most of the people in my department agree with this. This is probably, you know, one of the better jobs we've ever had. In terms of, like, you know, pay and chillness and low drama and perks. Just, you know... 
What else could you want, really, for being some fuckwit in your 20s that doesn't really deserve to be working anywhere decent? But, uh, yeah, this guy just fucking went off the other day. Just with every little negative thing he's fucking ever felt about that job. And he went off for like 20 minutes the other night. Just getting in his fucking bag of feelings. And I was trying to talk to him. And I was like... I was like, yeah, man, okay, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not making shit up here, I'll give you that, like, what you're saying does happen from time to time, but it's really not that big a deal, like, yeah, sure, sometimes they're, like, three days late on sending an email, they probably should have, and yeah, sometimes, like, it's not, they're not 100% clear on how we should be doing things, but fuck, man, it's just, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. He went on, like, bitching and whining, just anybody that would listen. I literally, like, he was talking to me, and I literally just got up, like, because it was, I was hungry. I got up, went to the fucking kitchen in the office, and put my food in the microwave, and then came back, brought it back, told him he needed to fucking go smoke a joint, and sat back down and ate it right in front of him, and just ignored him. But he was still, he went on for, like, another 20 minutes after that. And at that point, he'd only been talking for, like, I could only handle about two minutes before I was like, oh, fuck this guy, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go eat some food. But, yeah, man. And because of him, he's, like, there's this group of other, like, three or four other guys. Like, you know, they're nowhere near as bad as him in this front, but they're, now they're just starting to bitch. Like, and I just don't give a fuck. Like... There's nothing I could give less of a fuck about than my workmate's problems at work. Unless it's affecting me. Like, you know, like, unless, like, they're getting genuinely screwed over and I'm like, oh, the way they're getting screwed over could fucking affect me down the line because they're not really doing anything wrong and I'd probably do the same thing in their situation. If it's one of those situations, then I'll give a fuck, because, you know, no one likes bullshit like that. But these guys, like, one guy, fucking today, was just like, it really annoys me when the boss just, like, just has, like, a real low-key chat with me, basically asking me, like, hey, man, what's up? Like, so-and-so was saying you only, you only did about half the work of the rest of the team the other day. And he's just like... Oh, it really annoys me when he does it, because, like, they don't really give us clear targets, and sometimes, like, it's quiet, and there's just not as much to do, so it's hard, like, because things come up, and other people are taking it, so you're just, like, sitting there, and I was just like, dude, I could give a fuck, like, it's just one of those things where I was like, do, maybe, I was like, dude, what the fuck, like, you're whinging about your boss telling you to do your job better and he's saying it in the most soft and fucking subtle way and it's getting you upset. Like, I'm like, what the fuck, cunt? Like, like, and it's all, and I was just like, bro. He's basically in the most polite way fucking telling you that you're being lazy and you're bitching about it. And he's like, he'll let, you know, he'll have the data and the evidence to prove, like, because he's literally saying compared to everybody else, you're doing less work. And your boss shouldn't mention something like that. Like, it's just... 
Oh, anyway, and then another guy's bitching about it, like, I'm not getting promoted either, I want to leave, and then another guy's like, ugh, and I just literally just sit there like, like, I cause no problems, I get in, I do my work to a pretty decent standard, I'm definitely in the top 50%, could be high, could be the best, but I don't give much of that much of a fuck anyway. But I give enough of a fuck to just get my work done, do it decently, and just get out of there with no dramas. Like, you know, all the feedback I get is literally just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm just like, okay, cool, bro. Cool, bro. But fuck me, man. <laughs> fuck me square in my tight arsehole. These guys were just fucking whinging like little bitches. They were whinging... Like, little pussy-ass bitches. That's what they were doing. And it was just getting me down. I suppose, man, like, you know, I've spoken quite a bit on this fucking podcast about how I'm positive about the next generation. Like, these guys aren't even, like, that much younger than me. They're, like, two, three years younger than me, pretty much. Other than the guy who's, like, 2021, 20, he's... I'd say he's definitely the next generation. But the other cunts that were whinging, they're, like, 23, 24. Like, they're a couple years out of uni, the, you know... We're basically in the same age bracket. But I'm just like, well, what the fuck are you even whinging about? <sighs> but honestly, man... The fact that it's getting me down is just... But it's just a nuisance. Like, literally today, like... That's why it's getting me down. Like, I was trying to literally just do my work. I was chucking on the headphones on. I was flipping between an audio book I was listening. And then, like, I'm getting real into listening to, like, Nipsey Hustle at the moment. R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. But just getting into his music. Just going back. Listening to his shit. Like, it's just real fucking motivating G-up shit. I was going from that... And then when I was like, okay, I was getting sick of this. I'm just sitting here working. I'd go to the audiobook. And then when I was sick of the audiobook, because I was like, okay, this is fucking boring. I'm falling asleep. I'd go back to the Nipsey Hustle. And it's just like fucking, you know. Good setup, really. I think it's a good way to do it. Like, I, I worked real well tonight. Like, because, again, I'm pretty fucking tired. I was running on five hours sleep. And, like, so, so it wasn't, like, that energized to be at work. But, like... You know, get that in my ears, really get the balance between getting woken up, getting fired up, getting motivated, and then chilling out, focusing, zoning out to the audiobook, trying to learn something, and then getting bored, and flipping back to the fucking motivating, intense rap music, and then, you know, getting sick of that, going back to the audiobook. You know, I think that's definitely, you know, I'm going to keep that formula going, because I've tried to go just straight music before and then I just feel like I'm wasting my time not learning anything and then I go straight audiobook and I just get really fucking bored. Okay, that was weird. Don't know why those lights turned on. That's kind of creeping me out a little bit. Uh, I might pause this podcast and go relocate the wagon for a little bit. So yeah, just uh, technical difficulties, and we're back. Alright, minor emergency, just completely fucked up, and you know, when I just got back from moving my car, I lit up the joint again, and I dropped uh, some hot ashes on myself, and burnt a hole in my brand new t-shirt. First time I'm wearing this t-shirt today, and I have put 
a hole in it from smoking weed. So some fucking idiot I am. But yeah, yeah, just uh, I was in the gym car park there and security light went on and stayed on, pointing at me. So I got paranoid and got the fuck out of there. So I don't know what the fuck that was about. Uh, but, you know, the sesh wagon might be changing. Might be changing the format a little bit soon. Like, I think I think the sesh wagon will keep going for a couple of weeks. Because, well, I'll put it this way. Finally got, got my own place. Getting the fuck out of my parents' house. No longer going to be a 26-year-old stoner living in his parents' house. So have to go smoke weed in my car, hence the sesh wagon, because, you know, I'll be smoking, I'll be thinking, and I, you know, thought, why not get fucking talking, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so, I don't know what we'll do, we'll definitely still do some car podcasts, we're right next, you know, the new place is right next to this park with, like, a decent session car park, so we'll see. We'll definitely get out in there a couple of times. And it's nice, like, I might start utilising, changing the whole vibe of it and starting to make it like a, like a destination sort of situation. I'm not just smoking weed in my car at, like, in the middle of the night at the end of the day just to fucking chill off. I'm fucking, you know, I'm driving, driving off in the local area and just seeing what, seeing what this country has to offer. Seeing the sights, seeing the local region, like going out to the, you know, the different beaches, driving out somewhere that's got a sick view, just getting out, getting out of this dark, gloomy, fucking sketchy on the edge sort of vibe, you know, because that's, that's the problem, man, like I'm sitting, like we're, I, I just, I was just driven to the most retarded place to fucking record this, like I just, I don't want to drive too, like, I had a good train of thought going, so I didn't want to start driving too far, and, like, I went, I started going to my main spot, but the road was closed, I was going to have to take a ma- massive detour, so now I'm just, like, in the closest half-decent parking spot near where the gym is, and it's this little rinky-dink car park just off the main road next to this park in the hood, so I decided just to fucking park in the middle of the hood in the middle of the night in a place I've never got high before just to record this podcast. So that's the energy I'm bringing. I'm on fucking edge right now. I'm fucking paranoid. Every 10 seconds, a cunt's shining lights are coming into my car. Not because they're fucking doing anything, just because they're driving along this main road. But because of where I am, I'm in the heart of Wainoni, Wainoni Aranui area here in Christchurch, the fucking hood. You know, you know, they love me in the hood, but it's the middle of the night, fucking some cunt sitting in his car, talking into his flash cell phone. Someone sees me here, they might fucking run in and fuck shit up, but, uh, <laughs> we don't give a fuck. But, uh, no, we do. We do give a fuck. We're very much fucking shitting bricks. The heart rate is sitting at a nice, solid... 105 beats per minute and that ain't the obesity talking that's the fucking that's the nerves but uh yeah yeah we won't luckily like we won't so it's kind of fitting if we won't be doing this every single time like i'm still i'm still gonna be pumping out two pods a week might try and get a little bit longer that's the thing if i do it like make more of an effort i'm kind of 
I'm kind of making this podcast a bit of an afterthought. I'm not making it a priority. That's the thing. I'm not, like, I'm doing it at the end of the day, like today, Tuesday, is my longest fucking day of the week. And it's like 11 o'clock at night right now. And I'm trying to record, I'm trying to be creative and funny and interesting and entertaining. And I've just spent three hours looking after a fucking high needs autistic cunt. What, you know, great guy. Love, don't mean to, need, need, mean to call him a cunt. He's a good dude, but he's fucking work. Ah, <sighs> and three hours of fucking work. And then going from that to going to my actual job for six hours in the afternoon. Going from that to the gym where I just got a shitty ass fucking workout in that sucked and I was terrible in because I'm fucking tired because I got also five hours sleep last night. And then I'm going usually, usually in, on a Tuesday because I usually go to the gym. I'm doing, no, I don't normally go to the gym on a Tuesday. That's why like I'm fucking exhausted. Why the fuck am I? I usually go Monday. Tuesday is usually a day off. But because I was a piece of shit yesterday, you know, because it's white dungy day. And in the spirit of white dungy day, I decided to, you know, get high as fuck all fucking day and do absolutely nothing in the spirit of white dungy day. Because, not to be racist, but that's what the majority, that's what the majority of the Maori people were doing, okay? I honoured them by getting high from... 11 o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. That's what I did. Alright, I don't see you people out there. You know you people. You are the fucking Pakeha pieces of shit. I don't see you getting out there and seeing how the other half lives. Alright? You know, a little bit of that's what we need in this country. Just a little bit of mutual understanding. You know, walk a mile in the other's shoes. That's what we should do for the next Waitangi day. All the Maoris can go get jobs and work in offices and the rest of us can sit around all day smoking and drinking as much as humanly possible. That's what I propose for Waitangi day 2024. Every person smokes and drinks as much as they possibly can. But yeah, because I was a piece of shit yesterday and did that, I didn't go to the gym on Monday like I normally do, so I was like, oh, I'm going to go on Tuesday, but I'm, you know, it's my busiest day of the week, and I'm running on light sleep, and I'm fucking now going to go record this fucking podcast that I'm on fucking each for, because some cunt's going to come out of the bush and fucking stab me. I kind of want it, though. kind of want it. Just that sweet, sweet, warm release of death. Yeah, man. Think about it. Just off switch. Just, just game over. Like that. And it wouldn't be my fault. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing something stupid. I'm getting high in the hood, but... You know, it wouldn't be a suicide. I wouldn't go to hell. Anyway, anyway, back to the pod. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, I just... I need to be making this a bit more a priority. Need to be putting more effort into us. Need to not be, you know, scribbling. You know, like I still want to make it like pretty impromptu, that feel of just, you know, whatever's on my mind, just letting it go. That's what it's got to be. But like, you know, the mind's not, all the brain synapses are not going to be firing at maximum potential 
at 11 p.m. on the, my longest day of the week after I get a shitty gym session and then smoke half a joint and then freak out and now have to park on the side of the road in the hood. But hey, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. You can't you can't ask for perfect. But yeah, so I might you know might try and get a little bit more professional, but like get the bedroom studio up and running in the new place. Just fucking you know. Just see what's out there. Get a little bit, you know, maybe flirt with a bit of video. Get this ugly mug in front of the people where it belongs. And just start giving out more of my opinions. More more and more of my, you know, well-structured, intellectual, funny opinions. You know, just get them get them out there. And really, you know, put, put my best foot forward. Because I don't think, if I'm being honest with myself, like, you know, this is a fun thing. This is a fun thing to do, just to fucking yelling to the oblivion and hoping that someone's hearing it but like if i you know if i want to get serious about it like you know two a week is a good output but it's not i'll put it this way these aren't two these are some these hours these you know 11 p.m on a on a tuesday and then like 12 p.m on a friday night Let's be real. Not 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 the most highly functioning hours. Like they're real, you know, the real brother hours. You know, we're all up, real brother hours. But they're not, they're not the hours of the day that, you know, I'm really fucking getting, getting the shit off, getting quick, getting going, getting getting sharp, being on it. You know, so we might reevaluate that. I think you know, oh, that's another thing. Friday's episode coming up. Not going to be able to put one out on Friday. Not going to be able to put one out on Tuesday night either. I mean, Thursday night. It is Tuesday night, you fucking idiot. So, going to get a late one. Going to get a late one. Probably, probably Saturday. We'll see how hungover your boy is. Probably Saturday. If not Saturday, definitely Sunday. So, we may be 48 hours late in the next episode. Ideally, just 24. But, you know, got a big, on the whole, you know, circling back to the work drama thing. Got a bit of a piss up this week. On Friday night, a couple of cunts are leaving. And, yeah, man, I feel like it's it's the kind of energy, especially, like, one of the guys leaving leaving is a fucking absolute lad. Fucking real energy of the office kind of character. So, probably going to be a big one to send him off. And that's on Friday night. And on top of Friday night, on Friday, moving into the new spot on Friday. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe this next one might be first one in the bedroom studio. Maybe I roll out of bed, you know, talking about fucking giving this my best foot forward. I'll roll out of bed on Saturday morning and fucking give you the dustiest, dustiest podcast you've ever fucking heard in your life. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, man. Open mic 2.0. Kicking off tomorrow night. Got a spot booked. Spot booked at the Good Times Comedy Club. So if you're in Christchurch tomorrow night, come on down. See your boy. Perform the stand-ups. Make the funny ha-has on the stage. Make the funny, you know, tell the funny stories and the edgy shit and just really fucking make people uncomfortable. 
tells terrible stories about my family, and if they ever heard them, that they would fucking hate me for. Like I'll tell you, I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of a little bit of a taste of what I'm planning on tomorrow night. So I'm planning, like I'm going back and forth on this one, but I'll let you know how it goes and what I do. So the tame version of how I'm going to start this bit is I'm going to go up there and just start off by saying. I fucking love farm animals, man. That's how that's how I'm probably gonna say it. Part of me wants to say it by going, I love fucking farm animals, man. I mean, I fucking love farm animals. You know, and play that bit part. I'll see if I don't know if that's that's probably too cheap of a laugh. I'll see how the night's going, what the energy's like. You know, the, the comedian hosting it's a bit of uh I've never seen any of this shit, but from what I gather it's a chick. That also dresses up as a gay dude and, like, will fucking flip back and forth. I don't know if she will, but, uh, yeah, my, I don't know if that's going to be my vibe. I don't know, you know, I might, I'm probably going to be getting up there pretty early, so I will sit, you know, I don't know, I'll probably be flipping back, back and forth all day on what to start. I think I'll, I'll think I'll go the same way because, you know, I think I'll start out tame, close out heavy. That's, you know, I'm not going to completely bitch out and sanitize my shit early on. And there's still, you know, I'm going to be talking about farm animals. And in particular, my love for sheep. Now, no, not that kind of love for sheep. You know, we're not from Gore. Well, my mum's from Gore. My entire mum's family is from Gore. But I'm got a little bit of that Gore in me. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I was raised in the city, so I can function in a civilized society, but it's a part of me, man. Those genetics don't just leave after one generation. And But, you know, it's still, I still don't love them in that way. I love them in an appreciation for how they're a beautiful animal with great personalities that have fucking great lives. The ones that don't get slaughtered anyway. And live in a harmonious way. Okay? You know, they live, in, they live in herds. They're woolly, they're fuzzy, they're cuddly, they're cute. They sit around eating grass all day, hanging out with their mates. Fucking top life. Except for the males, you know. Cause, but yeah. But yeah. Love sheep so much, I'm fucking trying to learn how to communicate with them. You know, and then I might hit them with the infamous sheep bar. I might hit them with that first and just surprise them, you know. And I'm good at the sheep bar. There's only ever two things of two things in life where my talent for making sheep noises has come in handy, and that's working with special needs children and hopefully on a comedy stage. But yeah. Fucking love sheep, and the reason why I think I love sheep is it goes back, goes back to how I was raised. You know, hey, not come on, let's be mature, not like that. But yeah, but anyway, why does why is it that? Why is it that whenever whenever you talk about some fucking hick town full of agriculture farmers, the backbone of this country? Out in the what, what's, you know, why do we label them as sheep fuckers? As an insult. 
As if that's an insult. Do you know how difficult it would actually be to fuck a sheep? Like, they're squirmy. They're, f- they're skittery. They're jittery. They just jump. They run. They're fast. They're big. They're strong. These motherfuckers can jump. Higher than me, man. You ever see a, f- a sheep? And, like, they're, they're absolute idiots of animals. I'll give you that. You can, you can trick them. If you're going to do it, you got to trick them. But, mate, like, even when you pin them, back them in a corner, like, they're going to fucking go. Like, and especially, like, if you've tried to do it before, they're going to be like, you know, fucking get, fucking get me out of it. You know, fucking, they're going to be going for it. So, honestly, if anyone's actually able to fuck a sheep, in my experience, that's impressive. Like, but I suppose no one's insulting a sheep fucker because it's easy. Uh, the the insult really is because you know they're so isolated in society. They don't get out much. They don't you know. They're probably like you know they live fifteen thousand kilometers away from their closest neighbor. It's it's because you know there's no other option. And again, because they're so difficult to fuck, I think that's just, yeah, if that's ever happened, man, you got to be pretty fucking desperate. But I suppose that was probably, you know, probably the first incels. First documented incel was a sheep fucker. Just couldn't get any. Only access he had to anything with a fucking warm, moist hole was a sheep. So, you know, thousand years ago, they were fucking sheep. Today they're looking up step stepsister and stepmother porn and paying you know basic bitches on OnlyFans to sit on watermelons. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. All, you know, I don't, okay, maybe I know a little bit. <laughs> maybe I know a little bit what goes on on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, I know a little bit what goes on on OnlyFans. but uh yeah anyway but my love for sheep comes back to my upbringing you know both my parents were raised on farms not the same farm both my parents were raised on farms and what that meant every time growing up as a kid when it came to the school holidays it was off to the farm you know off to the farm grandma and granddad were coming kids are yours for two weeks and i fucking loved it man you know the you know, cranked in the city, go out to the farm, it's just, it's freedom, unadulterated freedom, but, uh, yeah, man, fucking, one of the best parts of the farm, though, was spending time with granddad, Bruce Lilly, absolute mad dog, you've heard about him here, you've heard about him on the pod, but, yeah, my granddad was an absolute mad dog, man, got a lot, got a lot of firsts, to experience a lot of firsts with old granddad Bruce, way too early in life like the first time i drove a car the first time i drove the ute on the farm i was six years old six years old that's right he was on the back feeding the hay throwing the hay off to the sheep in the paddock while i and he'd tell me he'd sit me in the driver's seat explain to me that's your steering wheel that's your clutch that's your brake that's your accelerator that's your gearbox keep it in first don't touch the clutch if you have an absolute emergency, 
slam down the brake and pull the handbrake and don't touch the fucking accelerator. We're just going to idle this around the paddock and you're just going to, you're going to listen to me when I say go left, listen to me when I say go right. All right. But I was six years old operating a motor vehicle on a farm. Got my first punt with granddad, massive gambler, my granddad. Love the harness racing. Would take me down to the pub, dollar fifty, on whatever the fuck was out there. And little did he know the habit that that would start. Got me started way too early, man. Gambling's a fucked addiction. And he got me on that at about seven or eight. Honestly, that's like giving that's like giving cigarettes to an eight year old. The fuck was this guy thinking, man? <laughs> He's giving me cigarettes. He's giving me on crack cocaine. <laughs> but anyway, man. But he's got dementia now. He's getting it anyway. Oh, Bruce Lilly. And it's sad. But because he's such a big gambler, his form of dementia presents in a way where he always has action on a race that's just about to start. It's Addington Race 4. Get the track side up. I got money on it. What the fuck are we watching? Come on. Come on, i got to watch this race. And you, you're you like, oh, fine, I'll put trackside on. But bear in mind, this man has not had, you know, been allowed to have access to his bank account, let alone his TAB account, for going on a decade. But yeah, man. Just coming back out of that bit, I think. Just working it out there. I'm going to cut a lot of the sheep, fu- sheep fucker stuff out. I think that's kind of, I think we'll go straight. I think I've got enough for five, six minutes on Granddad Bruce. So we're going to cut that out. But anyway, don't feel sorry for Granddad Bruce. He's living in his own personal hell of gambling. But he keeps trying to kiss my sister. He's staring at my auntie while she's breastfeeding. He's a fucking problem. Honestly, fucking problem. But yeah. But if you were a fucking animal, if you wanted to ask me, I'd go with the pig. I'd go with a pig. The reason I go with a pig is because I was Googling pig vagina today. That's right. I was Googling pig vagina today. You know what I found? Pigs have vaginas that look strikingly like human ones. I'm not even kidding. You ever look at a female pig's rear end? It's got, you know, a little tail, little bloop, arsehole. And then right below the arsehole is a pink, plump pussy. Now, no, like, hygiene aside, because it's probably disgusting and filled with disease... But, you know, we are in Christchurch, so... Fucking hell. Now, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm saying if you had to do it. If you had... Gun to your head, gun to your child's head. You have to fuck a farm animal. Let it be, you know... My advice? Pig. Easier to catch, don't run so fast. You know, get a little bit of a smaller one so you don't have to fucking hold it down. Put your cock in the pig. Let the pig squeal. It's going to close your eyes. 
and just picture it's a human. Okay, I, you know, and I'm not saying wild boar because you're going to have a tough time to try and fuck a wild boar. But yeah, yeah, that's probably way too long for what I'm going to talk about, but that's kind of the gist of it. That's what I'm thinking about getting to. Thinking about getting on the stage and talking there. Don't think, yeah, I think I might, I might just steer away from the pig fucking and the sheep fucking altogether. That's kind of weird. Especially for a second time on stage. I don't think I should be talking so much about fucking animals on my second time on stage. I think I should toe the line. And just allude to it. And just sort of, you know. And then maybe later on as I get, you know, get a bit more experience under the belt. Just fucking. Yeah. Just add that shit in there. Just talk about, you know. Not from Gore. I might say, you know, hey, come on. I'm not from Gore. Well, my mother's from Gore. That's that's all in fun. I'll say that, but... But, yeah. I won't talk about how hard it is to fuck a sheep. Maybe I'll... Li- I won't go into detail. I'll just say something like... It must be pretty fucking hard to fuck a sheep. Pretty unfuckable animals. I don't know. We'll, we'll try and work that one out. If you got if you got some feedback, put it in the comments. How can I work out my sheep slash pig fucking bit? Because I think it's a beautiful piece of art that I really want to bring to stage. But yeah, man. I th- yeah. I just realized, yeah, you know, I'm recording this the day after Waitangi Day. I thought I was going to do like a themed Waitangi podcast and do some New Zealand research, New Zealand history research and really get into the nitty gritty of, you know, some Pākehā Māori relations, do some New Zealand land wars research and just really get into it and help educate the people and just help bring the people together through knowledge and just really try and make a better New Zealand and a sense of better understanding. But I really just don't give a fuck, to be honest. Like Waitangi Day... Does anyone really care about the Treaty of Waitangi? I know some people do. But like... I know Naitahu have used that as an excuse to basically buy back half the South Island. but And half the decent businesses in Naitahu run. Like, But do we really just have to keep... Like, I don't know. I know, I'm not saying something like, come on man. Are we all good now? Like, you know, I know we fucked them over and all that kind of shit. And they were here first. And apparently, you know, political rights in countries are a game of musical chairs. If you get the chair first, you get all the rights. But Or if you get there last, you know, if we brought you with us afterwards, you know, a couple of decades after, you get fucking all the help in the world too. But yeah, man, I just don't really give a fuck about Maori history. Am I a bad person? No. Not really. I would like to, but like, I just don't know where to start. So if you're out there, you know, because like with anything, the mainstream story is bullshit. The shit we, they taught us in school, that's why I don't want to look into it. Because I know I'm going to have to go through mountains and mountains of bullshit to get to some, any real, like, non-politicized history. Like, you know, basically, like, I'm not, it's hard to find anything. On like Maori history and Maori, you know, Maori Pakeha relations in the country, 
that isn't just completely slanted to, slanted to white man bad, brown man weak but good. Like, it's bad for both sides. Like, the brown man doesn't like to be painted as weak because then they become pathetic losers and sit around getting high and drunk all day. And, like, the more you just say white man bad, the you know, you're going to just keep pussifying the whites that believe you and pissing off the whites that don't believe you. So I don't know, man. Maybe I just need to do more research. Maybe it's out there. Maybe I'm just looking at all the wrong places, all the mainstream places. But it's just every time I try and start researching it, I just fucking hate it. I just, I think it's just because I can sense all the bullshit. So, you know, if you're out there, you happen to be listening to this podcast, you've got some real good, genuine, unfiltered history of this country and how it was settled and colonized and all that shit and the relationship between the Maori and, you know, even the relationships between the different tribes because, like, you know, especially in the South Island because I'm fucking, I don't know enough, but I'm fucking, I'm fucking skeptical about that Naitahu lot. I'll tell you that much. Starting to sound like granddad over here, but fucking... They were like, you know, I know they weren't, you know, they were the dominant tribe in the South Island or what. So basically they cleaned out all the rest before we showed up. And now they fucking own half the South Island and all the businesses that make any money. Any government business they start in the South Island is basically given to Naitahu. They're basically like, they run the place. It's kind of weird. And like, because there weren't even that many Maori down here. Like, you know, not to be that guy, but. I think it's only like 80% of them were up north. 90% maybe were up north. Like, you know, we came here, we came to parts that they weren't even in for the most part and just sheep farmed. Like, it wasn't even really their land. They were staying in, there were so few of them in the South Island that, like, like, yeah, but we probably went in and fucked up this shit eventually, but initially we kind of just built around them and just sort of left them alone until, like, we realized, okay, they're actually in all the good spots. Like, they buy the best rivers and all the fertile land, so, okay, we'll kick them out. But, you know, I just... Uh, maybe I just need to do more reading. Maybe just putting it out there in the universe like this, just talking about it, is going to help. So, anyway, this has been my sesh wagon for Tuesday, the 7th of February, 2022. If you've enjoyed it, give it a rating. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please give it a rating. Five stars, like your Uber driver. You know, let's try and build this profile. We're going to be taking this thing a lot more seriously from now on. But, yeah. That's all I've got for you guys. Enjoy your lives. I haven't been stabbed yet. I'm going to quickly drive away. My life is still intact. I've been here for over half an hour. But, yeah. I love you guys. Stay beautiful.